I don't even know where I'm pulling these little intros from, but I feel like at this point I'm just going to start chatting and we'll see where that takes me, but maybe I just don't chat, you know? What if I just tell you guys like today, for instance, my drink of the day, we have a poppy. We have a strawberry lemon poppy, one of my favorite flavors, and I'm really obsessed with poppy and it's really forced me to stop drinking soda because why drink a soda when you can drink a probiotic and it's so much better for you anyways this is not a paid sponsorship or anything i just genuinely love poppy nonetheless hey guys welcome to another episode of black girlhood where we are redefining femininity and celebrating all things black girl unique i'm your host sarah sloan and first for our ode to the bows segment i'm itching to talk about them because i have not been able for the love of god to get my hands on one of their products in sephora and so topicals, I need you to know how much I love you, but every time I go in, it's sold out. So topicals was founded by Claudia Tang, and please forgive my pronunciation, but Alameda Olowo, and they're both incredible women of color who co-founded topicals back in the pandemic, but they focus on creating a skincare brand that treats chronic skin conditions like eczema, hyperpigmentation, and all target women and skin and faces that have those conditions but their goal was to create a brand that made treatment way more fun instead of prolonging all of the dread and hate that comes with maintaining your skin while also being huge advocates for mental health and a lot of their philanthropic work goes towards mental health organizations and of course you can shop topicals in sephora i however have not been able to shop topicals in sephora because i'm just not quick enough apparently but they're also available in walmart amazon and of course their website mytopicals.com i'm not even gonna prolong this anymore you guys knew at some point i was gonna talk about dating culture you knew it was coming you knew it was coming you knew i was gonna get to it eventually congratulations today's the day but i'm not here to talk about what you shouldn't and shouldn't expect in a partner or what you should and shouldn't do in dating whatever actually quite the opposite but i want to dissect the aspect of standards and perspective in today's society and personally i've only ever had one relationship my whole life whole life i've had one serious relationship and that was my senior year of high school my first boyfriend it lasted three months which was way too long in my opinion but that's another episode for another day and it's not because you know i've never had people interested in me it's because i don't believe in the talking stage i've never been a big fan of the talking stage i actually quite hate the talking stage i think it's pointless and i think it's a waste of time and i can tell you in about three weeks really three days but i give it three weeks to be nice if I like somebody because my standards are very specific in who I'm into why I'm into them and whether or not we are compatible and I don't need three months six months to talk to somebody to tell you that this is not going to work out I don't have time to waste that's so disrespectful to both of us to just sit here and chat like we are I'm not doing this for the attention standards look very different for everyone and there's no direct way where people should align this and correlate this with that and vice versa and there is a difference between accepting the bare minimum when that's not a universal understanding i can't sit here and tell you this is the bare minimum of xyz because you might not believe that and your bare minimum might look different than mine and that's okay but my pickiness in relationships isn't because i feel like no one's good enough it's because i know for a fact 
that there is someone who is. And I know for a fact that one day I will find my person, my soulmate, who I don't have to sit here and say that I don't enjoy the talking stage because it doesn't feel like a talking stage with that person. I don't have to sit here and pray to God that that God brings me a man who I don't have to ask to bring me flowers or to open the car door or to walk on the outside of me, which that might be my bare minimum. But to my best friend or to this girl sitting next to me in class, that might be the absolute like best that might be their top of the top that might be checking every single box you cannot compare your standards to other people when your standards look different from other people's and then we get sucked into these relationship holes and loopholes of oh my gosh this is what i want this is what i want but what you want might look different from what they asked for and i think as i've matured and started to go into college and all these different aspects of just young adulthood navigating society and especially relationships, my standards are slowly starting to become scarce. And looking for somebody who really does do the bare things that I ask for has started to become a challenge. But I'm okay with sitting here and waiting and focusing on what I love and what I'm passionate about rather than sitting here and just entertaining every guy who comes up to me simply because he's giving me great attention and, you know, he might text me a good morning here and there. You see my point? Like, that's a waste of my time when I know that there is somebody out there. But I cannot sit here and look at my best friend's relationship and go, oh my gosh, she has everything I ever wanted, when that to her might have been the bare minimum. And she was waiting for somebody who did all the above and the beyond so she could be with them but I would have settled for somebody who just did one of the things he did so me falling and sitting here and looking at that is a distraction from my own goals and it's this distraction because I as long as I can be loved through my love language that varies from person to person and so in this season of you know, Valentine's Day is coming up and this culture on social media where we are really just in a predicament of sharing everything of our lives which don't get me wrong I love posting a cute pic I love the soft launches I'm here for it I can't wait y'all will know when I'm soft launching you'll see it you'll see it but until then I'm okay with sitting here and being patient with whoever the universe God sends me because I have my standards that look different from everyone else's and so if I'm alone on Valentine's Day that's completely fine that's okay because me waiting for somebody who doesn't ask what my favorite flower is they knew what my favorite flower was because I mentioned it one time one time but I want somebody who listens to me I want somebody who understands the way I think someone who takes control and takes charge over little things so that I don't have to be hyperactive and over the top and blah 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 blah. as an oldest child like I feel like a lot of oldest daughters and type a people can relate like in a partner we're looking for somebody who is very dominant like I don't want to have to continue to do everything especially when I'm in a relationship like I want to have a break be my peace but me waiting for somebody who checks all of these boxes is different for somebody who is okay with having a few boxes checked And then learning and growing with that person. So I think in this season of our lives and going into the rest of this new year, we have to learn how to just sit and be at peace with having 
spaces that don't necessarily look like the person next to you and relationships that don't look like the person next to you and being okay with that. And as a hopeless romantic, as somebody who loves romance novels and all things rom-com, trust me, I get it. It sucks because those 17 years where I didn't have a boyfriend and I had to sit there and watch all my friends have their first kiss and find their first boyfriends and I'm hearing all these things and watching them go on dates were so hard for me. And then when I did get in a relationship, it looked nothing like what I was familiar with. But I'm thankful for that experience because I learned exactly what I don't want going forward. And so in your relationships, we also have to take our learning lessons with that and learn how to grow through that and learn how to experiment with different things that we like and don't like in communications, in negotiations and loyalty in honesty and being there for each other as people we have to know what we like and know what we're accepting because you can't walk into something blind i always feel like you have to go into something with a purpose and an objective and if the objective really is just to get attention that's fine been there that's okay but you also have to realize like at some point what's your end goal i know based off those interactions what the dynamic is what the chemistry is and i don't have to i don't have to waste my phone data on what are you doing text messages and regardless respect is universal and you should never ever 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 settle for less than respect as a woman and as a human and I think no matter what you may ask for in a person whether that's peonies every single week or you don't ever have to buy me flowers ever or we are simply just hanging out once a month or whatever that looks like for you respect an appreciation of who you are as a human and as a woman is the bare minimum. I feel like that's the one thing we can all agree on. You deserve decency and respect and somebody who will treat you and like you as a person. I think often we find ourselves talking to partners and people who don't like women and are infatuated with the idea of attention from a woman or being with a woman or doing things with a woman, experimenting however you perceive it, but don't like women. So going forward, I really hope that you're able to break out of a comparison shell of your relationship and turn off social media or like the post and scroll past knowing that you're okay with your forever looking different. And I think accepting that truth really brought me a lot of peace in being around people and being around my friends who are madly in love and you know I'm sitting there with my laptop and my coffee and that's okay because whoever they are are on their way wherever they may be and I I'm okay with sitting here content focusing on what I'm passionate about until then so before we get into letters to my sister I really hope this episode made some sense I know it's on the shorter side because this is such a niche topic, but I would love to continue this conversation and you know where to find me on our socials. But the letters to my sister segment reads, my current friend group are some of the best people I have ever met. However, they're the going out type and I'm not sure I'm comfortable engaging in party culture just yet, but I don't wanna be left out or make them think I'm not interested in hanging out. What do I do? I think you need to establish a boundary, point blank, period. And I think it's okay to have friends who party and you're not that kind of girl. But as long as they respect you 
and love you and cherish your friendship and support you and are kind people, there's nothing wrong with being their friend or staying in that group. But you know, at the end of the day, you would much rather be in bed scrolling on Pinterest than out at a club. That's perfectly fine. But you want to make sure they also respect that and that they're not pushing you to engage in things that you don't want to. Because at that point, that's your line of friendship. And that's the boundary that you don't you don't put up with. And I have plenty of friends who don't engage in party culture, don't do that kind of thing. But like, we're like, okay, like, we'll see you when we come back. Love you so much. Let us know if you need anything. Or if you want to meet us for Waffle House at the end of the night. Like, it's kind of, it's things like that, that make you feel included and not self-conscious about having FOMO or being left out or, you know, things progressing without you and I've definitely been there I'm the type that I will go to the party when I do want to lay in my bed and watch Pinterest simply because I don't want to see the pictures later and I knew I could have been in them and so I think really being comfortable with saying no is where that boundary begins and you're okay with turning it down and walking away but you also have to be okay and accept that your friends should be not forcing you to say yes or pressuring you to say yes. And if they are, that's when you really reevaluate your friendship. And it's okay to walk away from friends because the right people will always find you, but you don't want to ever be caught in a space where it's too late. And that's my little take on that. But of course, if you have your own Letters to My Sister segment at Black Girlhood Pod, at Sarah Sloan, two A's in Sloan, Instagram, follow us. I am always, you know, posting, you know me. But you guys, that's all I have for today. And I know this one of our shorter episodes because I've been I've been in the mood to talk lately. I can't wait to up you guys, update you guys and have our chit chats from 350 Spelman Lane. And I love you guys so much. I'll see you next time on another episode of Black Girlhood. <laughs> <laughs>